Let's talk about a winning streak, shall we? Good afternoon, everyone. It is January 4th, 2020, and the San Jose Sharks... Let's not get too excited, but they are on a winning streak. They beat the Columbus Blue Jackets and end their 12-game point streak with a score of 3-2. to two. Welcome to this afternoon delight edition of Teal Town After Dark. We do this after every game. So if you want to be a part of the show, here's how you do it. Uh, join us in the, in the chat on our Periscope right now. Uh, we love the hearts coming in as we speak. Appreciate it immensely. Of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, and of course, our Discord channel. We're up and running now. And of course, for more Sharks content, visit us at tealtownusa.com. Pleased to be joined by the angry Canadian robot himself, who I don't think can be too angry, and that is Mr. Ian Reed. Nope, I uh, can't really be angry today. I mean, it was a good afternoon in a hockey for me. I had some uh, dual screen action going on watching the World Juniors and watching the the Sharks, and uh, both games ended the way I wanted them to, so can't argue. Nope. Nope, uh, and it'll be interesting to see. We'll get into the... We'll get into the World Juniors in, in a little bit because I want to talk a little bit with, with you on, on this. Nonetheless, let's talk about this game. The Sharks coming off a overtime victory against Pittsburgh, going up against Columbus, who's just been on a roll. Uh, they were 11 points out of a playoff spot a couple of weeks ago, and now uh, they sit just three points out of a playoff spot in the East. Um and, and of course, John Tortorella <laughs> definitely seemed like he was going to be fired up, especially after a uh, last game and the lack of time management from the <laughs> Nation United Arena box. So, yeah, I mean, it's for them. I mean, I I don't blame John Tortorella if he's frustrated. I mean, you you know, you have a couple of seconds that are taken off of your time. You end up going into a shootout, and then your goalie, your starting goalie, gets injured and. Um, so tonight, the the uh, the Sharks are facing a, a backup goalie, um, may, and may, look at and maybe they would have anyway, right? I mean, I said uh, two games ago against LA that you know this is the thing that the Sharks have to take advantage of. Are they are they are now the trap game? They are going to be the team that has to. They're they're the team that's going to get the steady diet of backup goaltenders. For now, I think uh, I think a lot of people are going to look at their schedules and they see the Sharks coming up on it. They're going to probably start their backup. Um, the Sharks are the trap game now, and you want to make sure that you take advantage of that. And I thought the first half of the the first period, I thought the Sharks really did it because Columbus, there was really nothing going for Columbus in that first half of the first period. Um, and you know the, the and if the Sharks are going to find success, this is how they're going to do it. Yeah, I, I thought they carried that engagement, and we talked about the, this last show. With AJ, I thought they carried their engagement in in their their give a damn level up that notch, and they carried it over into this game. And you saw that with you know, and granted, it was called back on an on an offsides challenge, but you know, Shellman with a nice break set up a two on one, and I thought it was a great shot beating Elvis. Okay, let me let me try this here. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm. Merzel, uh, <clears throat> Merzel Likens. 
Yeah, it sounds about right. All right. I, I, I'm going to go. I, I I spent half the game arguing about why Shellman is Shellman and not Kelman. So I'm not going <laughs> to. You you almost want to have that J in 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 Shellman, but uh, I, I thought, yeah, I thought the first period they they looked like they were engaged, they were into it, they were kind of throwing the body a little bit around. Mm-hmm. I I thought they looked pretty good, even though the, yeah that goal got called back, but that didn't get them down like they have in the past. Yeah, I mean, look, it was it was unfortunate, but it was the right call. Definitely was uh, the play was definitely offside. It was very very clear. Um, once they showed the replay, I think we all just kind of shrugged our shoulders. Oh, that's coming back. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they, they played really well. And I think, um, you know, it did, it did, uh, I think spur Columbus back into the game. So I thought Columbus was a better team for the second half of the period. Um, but I, you know, I thought the Sharks still, like, they kind of stuck to their game and that's kind of what you want to see in these situations, right? Uh, yeah. And, and they stick to their game. They play you know they don't play down to an opponent although it's tough to play down to any opponent anymore right now but yeah. <laughs> but i mean they they didn't they they tried to play their game they tried to put you know put the pressure on them they tried to get those body checks going try to stay engaged stay smart defensively i thought defensively sound and and we've talked about the goaltenders you know last couple of shows Sure. How they've been great, but you know, you gotta give some credit to the defense as well for uh, helping helping out the netminders. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think that's definitely a fair comment. I mean, you know, there's still things that are in the defensive game for the Sharks that I'm sure that uh, Bob Bugner would want them to clean up. Obviously, um, so I mean, they're not completely out of the woods yet, but. Um, you, you are seeing little improvements in their game. There's still some things that kind of irk me. Uh, there are some things where it's like meet the new boss, same as the old boss. But um, but there's definitely been other positives as well. Yeah. And, and sure. I mean, prime example would be the EK65 giveaways or or the Burns giveaways, which we've seen time and time again uh, in the past. But uh, yeah, I thought the first period good solid one i thought the second period was going pretty well you know unfortunately you know goodrow takes a slashing call uh you know about a f- little little over f- five minutes into the period and then he comes out and it was just a great feed to set up him set him up on a breakaway from hurdle and he goes backhand beating um rizzo likens uh, yeah one nothing yeah, it was. A good, I mean, it's definitely the way you always want to respond after taking a bad penalty, which I thought the the Goodrow penalty was. Um, and it's nice to see Goody get on the board again. You know, I think Goodrow is play has been really good. I mean, here's the problem, right? Like, I know there was a lot of Twitter, like, oh, he hasn't scored in a bajillion games. So it's like, well, yeah, but he's Barkley Goodrow. He's not supposed to score every game. Like, you, scoring from Barkley Goodrow, like that's your depth scoring, right? Like, that's supposed to be that's supposed to be the nice little icing on the cake. It's not supposed to be your go-to. And the fact that it's, it's being brought up like the sharks, like, Oh, we need more from Barkley Goodrow. No, you, you're getting what you probably should get at a Barkley Goodrow. The problem is, is you have a miscast as a top six forward. Um, but no, I look at, I think Barkley Goodrow has been a guy that I've been pretty positive on most of the season. And I continue to be, cause I think that he, um, Look, he's he's not going to be confused for a forty goal score, a thirty goal score. Not even, you know, getting twenty at Barkley Goodrow would be would be an absolute treat. Um, but if you could get, you know, the odd goal from him here and there, that's you know that's a good thing. Yeah, and and 
it talk and we've mentioned this before, but you talk about a guy who's just has his has had his game step up since game seven against Vegas. I mean, if there's a guy who's kind of exceeded expectations this season in a season where it's been very rough, I mean, he's one of them. Yeah, I mean, he's been good because the Sharks, look at the Sharks forward depth isn't great. We've beat this horse to death, but um, you have gotten a guy like Goodrow who's been able to step up and, and, you know, give you some quality minutes. And he has given you some offense, maybe not as much offense as the Sharks need right now from a guy playing in his position. But I think for what he is, you know, I think he's been great. Yeah. And that's not, and that might come off as a backhanded compliment, but it's really not intended to be so. No, I, I wouldn't even even take it as a backhanded compliment because uh, honestly, there were times where, as of what two three seasons ago, he was with the Barracuda, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find his game. Um, and he's and he's just taken it to another yep. level. So, uh, SJ Sharky fan twelve. Good afternoon. Uh, as a good row fantasy owner, and and we we try not to emphasize the fantasy stuff, except if it's just me and Jerk. I'm already <laughs> happy with uh with the hits and blocks. Anything else is bonus. And kind of got a point there a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you get that, but unfortunately, a minute forty five later, um. And correct me if I'm wrong, was Rensky in the same draft as Timo? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that draft, I was all, I wanted Zach Rensky so bad, and he just had to fall one more spot. <laughs> one more spot. Right. Columbus was in front of the Sharks in that draft. They had the, they had the eighth pick. The Sharks had the ninth. Yeah. Rensky would get, tried. <laughs> Rensky would get his 12th of the season uh, from Jenner and Foligno uh, on a backhand to tie this one up, but one was, what did you what did you see in that one? Uh, it was a bad defensive breakdown by the Sharks. Uh, stop me if you heard this one before. Um, Zarensky had just a ton of ice, to, like way more ice to work with than he ever should have had off that draw. Um, but um, I'll give Dylan some credit, though, because I think that, you know, he really only the only shot he really had left to go. Like he wasn't going to be able to drag that back to the forehand without um Dylan, so he kind of Dylan kind of wears the the horns and the you know the wears the goat horns and he kind of gets to be kind of the hero at the same time because really the only shot Rensky had was that backhand and he made no mistake with it though it was a brutal uh, it was a it was a it was a brutal but good play somehow and then it ends up in the back of the net which is so sharks ah uh, yeah unfortunately <laughs> ties it up at one. Uh... After two periods, and and I I thought, or not after two periods, but, you know, I was like, okay, but they still seemed like they were in it and they were were desiring to get that passion for that next goal. And sure enough, a guy who needed one more, probably more than anybody else, uh, we had a lot of those in in this game, uh, definitely got the good one there. Uh, Evander Kane with a nice wrister. Uh, kudos to Barkley Goodrow for screening, uh, crap, Elvis. We're just going to call him Elvis, all right? We're going to call him Elvis. That's what we're going to uh, do. Uh, he beats uh, Elvis to make it 2-1. That's where it would end after two periods. But Evander Kane, his 15th of the season, nice to see him get off the schneid there. Uh, goal score is goal for sure. Uh, and I know that's really, really cliche, but it really was. I mean, um, you know, with the way that the 
with the way things have been going for this team, um, Kane could have just shot that puck immediately, but that extra second he held on to the puck to give himself a little more ice, um, you know, basically gave him just a ton to shoot at. And that's, you know, like I said, it's, it's cliche as hell. And I know, and I try not to be cliche on the show, but it was, it was a goal scorer's goal. Um, and it was definitely a nice, nice to see the sharks, uh, get that goal. Nice to see the sharks retake the lead. Um, definitely, you know, stuff like that you want to see because, um, Evander Kane's a guy who, you know, as we mentioned on the Schneid, he's a guy that you would be concerned about maybe, you know, some guys when they stop scoring, they grip their stick a little tighter. Again, I'm just going to be super cliche man today, apparently, <laughs> but, but it was nice, you know, like that play, he didn't, he didn't panic. He didn't just fire the puck there to get the puck off the stick. He held it, waited for the right opportunity, released goal. It, you know, it, it was pretty, you can't draw him up any better. I'm just waiting for you to say pucks and deep and yeah, pucks and deep. Uh, you know, got to play for each other. Pucks and deep. <laughs> got to play our game. Yes. <laughs> and the Sharks only had six shots on goal. They get two two goals on those six shots in the second period. So you move along in the third period where they outshoot the Blue Jackets eleven to two. Uh, and, and honestly, the the first shot was like early on in the third. And mm -hmm. their second shot would end up being Zach Rowenski's goal. But before then, uh, another guy that needed a goal badly, Kevin LeBanc with a nice snapper uh, from uh, Joe Thornton and and Eric Carlson that with 3.01 left makes it 3-1 Sharks. Hoping that it was a backbreaker, but talk about somebody who, who needed a goal. I know that I just said line. that, but damn. Well, that whole line, I mean, that whole line um, hasn't been good enough, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, that line needs to be better. Um, when you look at the Sharks, um, the Sharks, like we've, we've, again, we've beaten the horse to death about their lack of forward depth. Um, you know, earlier in the chat, there's like, well, what's happened to Marcus Sorensen? Well, Marcus Sorensen's another guy who's been, you know, look at, we've watched Joe Thornton through his career elevate other players. And I think Marcus Sorensen's a great example of a guy who has been elevated by other players. And Joe Thornton's not having his greatest season. I, I think that's, you know, um, not to be not to try and bring the show down because we won and that's great. But I think if we're being honest with each other, Joe Thornton hasn't had a great season so far. And that third line has suffered because of it. Yeah. And it's really that simple. So, yeah, it was definitely nice to see that line because I thought it was just a nice play. And, you know, it was a good goal by Banker, but... It was a just it was a solid play all around by that line. So um, definitely what you want to see. But you you the Sharks. I mean, if if this is the start of something, that line needs to turn it around hard. Yep. And, and you hit it on the head there that if it is the start of something, we won't say what that something is. <laughs> Jessica saying so without Jumbo, he's just a guy. He he's just a guy. Absolutely just a guy. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone. I. I yeah, he's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. So Banker gets his ninth to make it 3-1. That became hugely important because Zach Rorensky does it again just 25 seconds later on a snapper uh, to with the goalie pulled. Uh, so they made it close, made it interesting at the end. Um, and then the last minute, you know, Columbus had a chance and... And got a break of their uh, 
off of an icing call at the very end there, though, for the Sharks. So, hmm. overall, what what did you take from uh, th- this? Well, you're on the East Coast, so this afternoon's This afternoon. Um, yeah, look, I thought, look, it. I mean, this is the kind of games that the Sharks are going to have to win. I think that, you know, look, if they had a good win in Pittsburgh last night, good win in Columbus today. Um, but the problem is, is that if you're the Sharks, if, again, you know, I'm not trying to be negative, I'm trying to be real. Um, if they're If they can turn this thing around, which... I'm still very much in the camp that they can't, but this is the, these are the kind of wins that they have to get to do so. Um, you know, they got a big, they got another test. The, the problem right. is if, if you're the Sharks at this point in the season, you've run out of, you know, throwaway games. You, the, there's no more throwaway games. You can't have a bad game anymore. Um, so in order to, you know, if they can keep this up and move forward, which I think, you know, why not? I mean, we've seen stranger things happen. Um, you know, these are the games they're going to have to play. They're going to have to get production from guys they need to get production from, though. And you're starting to see that. Um, the problem is, is can you get that production consistently? And that, you know, that is going to be the big, the big question and the big ask for the Sharks going forward. Can you get this production out of players? Can you know? And can you keep the puck out of your own net? So far, they've done really well. Aaron Dell has been fantastic. Um, for the Sharks and and look at and even since the coaching change, I don't think Martin Jones has been terrible either. But I no. think he's definitely been he's definitely been outplayed by Dell. Um, I don't have a ton of confidence. I wouldn't have a ton of confidence if I saw Martin Jones suddenly get the starts because he's the guy making the money. Like that would kill my confidence in in seeing this team going forward. There's still some there's still some funny things like you know, I wasn't on the last show, but I'll say like Andy Swamella being out of the lineup after the game he had in Detroit for Melker Carlson is absolutely ridiculous to me. Um, you know, and that kind of goes back to, Hey, hi to the new boss, same as the old boss. Um, but look at, there's things you can build on here. Um, you know, they're not out of the woods. They're not even close out of the woods. It's, they're in a deep hole. Um, and, you know, just like Jessica saying, you know, it's, it's two games, and even if they go on a run, will it be enough? Look, it, anything can happen. We've, we've seen crazier. I'm not saying they're going to make it. Like, I think that this team is still very much going to be on the outside looking in when it's all said and done. But at this point, the only thing you can really play for is to not give Ottawa a great chance at a really good pick at the bottom of the draft. Like, what else are you playing for at this point, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, if it, you're the Sharks, and that's the... That's the unfortunate uh, thing. Is it, you know, is Dell playing easier teams? I don't know. I mean, you got to make, you got to, you got to win the games you're put in. Uh, it doesn't really matter the teams that you're playing. Um, I, I mean, look, Dell played against Pittsburgh. Jones played against Detroit. I mean, that's something, right? right. I'd play Dell again tomorrow. Um, and that was until, my next question was, who do you play tomorrow? And it's tomorrow morning for that matter. Too. I would play Dell. I would, I would, I would ride Dell. I know some people are are against it. I am not of the school of you have, you cannot have your goalies play back to backs. I think it's this fancy new role that we just invented. Um, I, you, in this situation, if you're in the situation the Sharks are, and look at, I just because I don't think they can make it doesn't mean I don't want them to push. Like obviously, I don't want them to just. You don't want to. I don't want to watch them just throw away the rest of the season and lose a bunch of games like that. You know, I want I want to see them go for it. Just because I think they can't doesn't mean I don't want to watch a good game of hockey. 
you go with the guy who's going to give you the best chance to win at this point. And at that point, that's Aaron Dell, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and that's the that's the thing. And even if they platoon for a while, uh, you know, I kind of mentioned this, you know, on a Thursday night. You know, they platoon a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not a bad thing. We we saw the the how the last few cup champs have kind of been platooning. We saw with Flurry and Murray in, mm-hmm. in the back to back years. You saw, you know, Holtby, you know, yeah, he but he got he had a he had a decent amount. You're not gonna see like when Archer's Urbe played seventy eight of eighty four games in ninety four. You're yeah. not gonna see that. You know, you're you're going to see, you know, a what, a fifty nine twenty three um split of sorts. So that's that's good. And even even if you more so, then that's even better for I, I think for uh for the team. I'm trying to pull up the stats between Dell and Jones and see what, what the ratio is for them all. But um I mean Jones Jones has been an absolute workhorse for the Sharks over the last few seasons. Um Peter DeBoer rode Martin Jones quite and look at and some goalies you ride them because that's what you do with them. Yeah. Um some goalies respond like some goalie it's it's it, there's not like the problem with this is that there's this notion that like all goalies are the same and all goalies need X amount of rest. There are some guys like there are some guys who need a good backup to push them. There are some guys who do not want that and they play worse when they have a guy pushing them. Right. Like Patrick Law was notorious for having terrible backups because he didn't want the competition. He wanted to be know that he was the guy, um, you know, and so, you know, Martin Jones, I'm not saying like, you you some goalies you can ride like there's there's some guys that you can ride in the playoffs they can play a ton of games Mark Andre Fleury's a guy who you can ride for a ton of games and it it works fine um so, some goalies do need the rest though I mean right. so but I mean for the Sharks right now like you're not if you're the Sharks now you're just trying to make it right mm-hmm. and so you go with the guy who's going to give you the best chance to make it because that's all you're playing for right now that's the only the only way out is up. And you got to play the guy that's going to give you that up. You can't really worry about, like, if I'm the Sharks, I'm not so worried about back-to-backs or anything else because right now I know the odds are against me to make the playoffs. So you got to just, you got to put your best foot forward and, and just try and make it. And you have to put the best, the best team on the ice to make that happen. And if that means Aaron Dell's a net for a crap ton of games until the end of the season, that's what it's got to be because you can't afford to have, and I'm not saying that this, that this is going to happen because Martin Jones has been better lately, but you can't afford to have Jones come in and give you a stinker. You run out of stinker games. No. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't afford to have those games where you saw like in Vegas in the playoffs in Vegas, where you give up a goal 15 seconds into a game or heck even the first five minutes into a game. You can't afford to do it. And, you know, Chris mentioning that we all, we do know that all goalies will suffer by being overpaid the numbers bear out, even even the so-called workhorses. Uh, but you're just trying to make it, though. Like I'm not. I, I I'm just like the problem is for the Sharks is that you've run out of you've run out of losses. You can't yeah. pile up. You you've got maybe if if they're realistically have a chance, you've got maybe nine losses left. Like you can lose nine more games, maybe nine. You're out. Of, you're out of. If you're the Sharks, you're out of time. Like you, unfortunately, 
this is the hole you're in, you have to play out of it. And if it means you have to ride a guy into oblivion, then then you do it. Because at this point, like I said, the, what are you what are you playing for right now? To not give Ottawa a prime lottery pick. Exactly. I mean, at at this point, you're you're just trying to reduce the chances of them getting the number one pick overall. So, uh, SJ Sharky fan twelve saying the problem with Jones is that you don't know what you'll get when you put him in net. Dell, you do. And, for now, I mean, goalies now. are yeah. fickle, right? Exactly. <laughs> like we could, we could, you know, we could say that. I could say start, you know, oh well, they should start Dell more, and then Dell gets lit up for six. Yeah. And then what? Right. I mean, and, and then we look like we, you know, then then I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, I mean, that's but, but, but I mean, again, you know, that's the problem. Dell's given you the better hockey of late since the coaching change. I think we would argue that the that the um, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Dell's, Dell's given you the better. Yeah. Dell's given you the best. Yeah. He's he's given you the best chance to win so far. I think, you know, there, there are going to be games where obviously you're going to have to start Jones, but. Um, unless Jones shows you something just absolutely phenomenal, you, you've, you've ride Dell. Yeah. And Sonic Tonic mentioning, I hate that so many people, uh, crap on Jones, even when he isn't playing. Uh, I'm not trying to crap not, on Jones. Let's yeah. let, yeah, let's, 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 let's be, let's be very clear here. Martin Jones. I, I, again, I am giving credit where it's due. Martin Jones has played better as well of late. Yes. The problem is, is that. Look at the numbers bear it out. Jones has had a rough two years. We're t- two seasons now. We're not talking like a rough patch, but and I'm not saying that you have to completely give up on Jones. Like I, I'm just saying, right now, if you're the Sharks and you want to make the playoffs, it's a it's going to be a super uphill climb. Yeah, you got to go with the guy that's giving you the better goaltending. I'm not crapping on Martin Jones. I'm just saying like Dell has been better, and until that stops being true Dell should be the guy playing in net that's not a that's not a knock on Martin Jones it's just simply you got to play who's giving you better hockey so far since the coaching change that has been Aaron Dell undisputed and Jones has had a lot late you know he's even though even though the game against Detroit where he gets the loss he played fantastic only allowing one goal you know so you 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 give him that and and yeah, and Sonic making this, and I think we completely agree with you, man. I, I'll tell you this though: I have more faith in Jones since Nabby came in. I think you have more faith in both goaltenders since Nabby's come in. Um, I, but I think, I think you gotta let you gotta let Jones win the net back. You can't just give the net back over to Jones. That's 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 what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not look at. I, you know, do, would, we've got Martin Jones signed for a long time. So yeah. if Martin Jones can find out how to play hockey again consistently, that would be fantastic. And no one would be happier to see that than me. Yeah. But you have to let him win the net back. You can't just arbitrarily give it back because he's the, because he's the guy that you pay to be the starter. Yeah. And what do you think of what Jessica says when you see, do you see the Sharks writing Dell? Then if some miracle, they make that P word, uh, go back to Jones. And I honestly, I can't, I can't think. I think you ride Jones. You look at, I mean, any, if you make the playoffs, if you make the playoffs and that's a big, if at this point, let's right. be completely honest, you are playing with house money at that point. Who cares? Yeah. You're just happy to be there at that point. Right. Like I know, like I, I know the attitude should be Stanley cup or bust, but at this point with the season, the sharks have had, you're playing with house money. 
Who cares how you do? Like if if they go if they win a round, who cares? That's fantastic because a that's no longer a lottery pick you've given Ottawa. Yeah, and you've you know you get to watch a little playoff hockey that you probably had no. And if they and if they do something crazy like St. Louis, then again you played with house money. The expectations are zero. You, you know you just enjoyed at that point. Um. Rob Iman, uh, who's mentioned this before, is it time to scratch Sorensen? I, I don't know. I mean, it's a tough one. Do I replace a guy with a guy? I guess so. I mean, I think Swamela should be in the lineup. I, I think you know he should. After that game in Detroit, I thought he had earned himself a little more rope. But again, I mean, do I replace a guy with another guy? I guess. Yeah. Right. Like. I don't know. I mean, is there... I, I really try not to get. I understand that there's that this is a a thing that a lot of people do. I tr- really try hard not to get too bent out of shape over the you know who's playing third line wing or fourth line wing this game. <laughs> like I just I don't care. I just want to see wins and losses. Like I want to see wins. Um, I have my opinions on players, but I'm I really try not to get really super bent out of shape over these minor minor details and maybe on the show i come on and i i rant on them a little heavier than it gives an idea that i care more than i do but i at the end of the day it is what it is yeah uh getting some stuff from post game and granted the if you're just joining us thank you uh make sure you if you're watching us on the youtube channel well well, i apologize this isn't live uh but do hit the subscribe button and of course if you're watching us on twitter or or uh, in, or or uh, Periscope, please hit the follow button. Uh, you know we uh, gif games where uh, where we're allowed to on the Twitter <laughs> machine. Uh, but uh, in our in our chat, uh, Couture is saying kind of calling out Eric Carlson for a little prodding uh, uh, for Kurz during post game. And uh, I'm trying to see if uh, Kurz posted anything on on that one. Uh, but interesting, the captain's now starting to call out people. And well, it's not new, uh, but at least known, I guess. At yeah. least in, I guess, more so in public. Yeah, I, I mean, look, uh, someone asked me earlier, and I had the numbers. I don't have them in front of me anymore. Um, but if you're looking for, for giveaways, according, and then just, I just looked this up quickly on NHL.com. I know there's much better sources for this kind of information, but, but Eric Carlson has a, <laughs> is, is definitely far and away the leader. I think it was something like before tonight's game, I think he had like something close to 60 giveaways this season. Um, Brent Burns was, I believe just under 50. And then it was a Vander Kane with, I think 37 before this game started. So obviously look, there's there's something there like um i you got to be a little more responsible with the puck obviously and i'm not a guy who like i there there are people that are much harder on eric carlson than i am and i do not count myself among them but i mean again you know numbers don't lie you got to be better right um for the question because it's been asked a couple times in here when is the youtube situation going to be fixed we're hoping to find out something this week uh, we will let you know, of course. Uh, we're also trying to figure out some options. Uh, I mean, Periscope is honestly the, the best thing we have uh, in the meantime. 
Uh, yeah, we're just we like we're making the best of a bad situation, guys. Yeah. Like, it's, there's just really no other way to put it. We're trying to make the best of a bad situation, but um, we definitely hear everybody. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and... I look at Periscope's good for it's it's good, but it's not great. Obviously, um, people don't like change, so it's we're looking into it. But just understand, we're making the best of a bad situation. Right. Um, it just goes to show you that they care about their 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 uh, NHL content more than they care about uh, hits to the head in the NHL. <laughs> that being said, um, I, I, I don't even think we should even, you know, I'll, I'll just tease you with this. That's no, you don't even get the whole thing because it's an, because it's an early game. So, wow. uh, you got, you got a couple of games going live right now, uh, both having, you know, Western conference implications, Jets and Wilder are 2-2. Shifley's got his 20th on there. Blake Wheeler's got his uh, his 14th on the season. They're late in the third period, so let's hope they don't go into a three-point game. So something, you know, somebody score there for the sake of our sanity, preferably Winnipeg. Uh, you know, and yes, yeah. and I'm I'm supposedly glued to my my um, my TV because it's Minnie versus Winnie. So you know. Uh, but, uh, St. Louis Sharks opponent on Tuesday. We won't like you then, but we love you right now. It's two nothing blues over the golden Knights, uh, mm -hmm. during the end of the, uh, first period, Petrangelo with a power play goal, Jaden Schwartz, um, gets on the board there. Uh, you have a bunch of other games going on later tonight. There, there's too many. I mean, I think, there's a ton of games, you know, yeah. uh, one that's already final and, Damn it, Bruins! You know you're 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 supposed to be this juggernaut, and and of course you decide to uh, you know lay a lay an egg against Pacific Division opponents. The Oilers win four to one over the Bruins. McDavid with his twenty third, Drysaddle his twenty fourth in that one. Uh, Pasternak gets the lone goal for the Bruins, his thirty first of the year. Could we see a sixty goal score in the NHL? I don't know. I I'll believe it when I see it. Like it's there's there's I mean there's half the season left. I don't know. I mean they're really you're already halfway through the season. I mean McDavid and Drysdale are both sitting like in the mid twenties right now. It, it seems far fetched. Like they are. If there's two players that could do it, are, are they among them? Absolutely. But I think the it seems a little far fetched at this point. Yeah. Or, or even do we see two fifty goal scorers for that matter? Pasternak. Oh, on, that's possible. Yeah. yeah, I think Pasternak is already there. Yeah, know. Pasternak's thirty one goals. Uh, like, like again, I never say never, but I just feel like, um, with the amount of games left, I mean, it's anything's possible, but it's not the eighties. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's your quick little wraparound going on tonight. Of course. Uh, for you who love the San Jose Barracuda. Oh, wait, did I say Barracuda? Ooh, Barracuda! Your San Jose Barracuda are playing later today. Uh, you can check out the audio on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app. They're in Tucson uh, taking on the Roadrunners. They lost are five... They not right now? I thought they were playing right now. Uh, tonight at six o'clock. Oh, there six o'clock Pacific time. Uh, they lost five to one to the uh, 
Roadrunners, where the Roadrunners gave up or um, scored the last five goals in that one, including four in the third period. Ouch. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Of course, they return home Wednesday before the Sharks do, actually. They'll take on Ontario Rain at 7 p.m. Uh, so you can get tickets there. Of course, if you're going... Uh, if you're going uh, for uh, all day San Jose and Saturday and, you know, if you're not a football fan, uh, the Barracuda are also at home Saturday on the 11th against Stockton. That's at 115. Get more at sjbarracuda.com for that one. Uh, Ian, I'll let <laughs> you have um, a moment about the World Juniors. Uh, so World Juniors, uh, Canada versus Russia for the gold. Um, same as ever was, I guess. I mean, I love these games. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bore all you guys too much with this. Uh, Canada had a big, big win tonight. Although um, Barrett Hayton, uh, the captain for Team Canada, also former Sioux Greyhound, um, took a little tumble uh, into the boards. I didn't think there was anything malicious about the play. It looked like Hayton kind of just lost an edge in a race for an icing. Went into the boards hard. Um, Hopefully he is okay, um, but looked really, really, really scary. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an exciting game. I mean, I love, you know, I love playing Russians and these things, win or lose. I think those games are always super fun. Um, and I guess it will be the Finns and Sweden for the bronze. Um, and I think that'll be a good game too. It's crazy Sweden, crazy for Sweden though, because like. They've won, I can't remember the exact number, but the, the stupid number of round robins they've won, like just undefeated in the round robin for, I think, 50-some games now and one gold medal to show for it. Right. Just got to win when it matters, I guess, is the uh, lesson there. <laughs> so Canada versus Russia. That'll yep. be a fun one. Uh, that's that's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It'll probably be on the same time as the Sharks, of course, of which course. means they'll be split-screening again. Oh, fun. So Ian will have will be in a slew of hockey. I am. Yes. So if you if you get a bunch of sharks tweets and then suddenly just something random, it's because I'm watching out. the World Juniors at the same time. Because <laughs> I know I did that a couple times today, where it's like, and people are like Hayden, what the? Yeah. All right. With that, let's uh, close this up. Uh, the sharks. Well, they they get on what a a bus, maybe a a little jet, and and head over to Washington to play the. Uh, Capitals tomorrow morning nine thirty. Uh, hope hope you uh, hope you like uh, sharks with a side of coffee, hash browns, French toast, egg waffles. Yeah, I mean uh, you can you can play a game. Who's more awake? You or the sharks? Oh damn! Damn. <laughs> just it's just freaking mic drop right there, Ian. Nice. It's it's a it's a rough. I mean these are obviously rough starts um for the sharks they particularly historically haven't performed well in these games but look at today proved anything can happen yeah and, and that's the big one that'll be a big one uh with the sharks and capitals uh i thought they played them fairly well when the caps were in town earlier this year but uh we shall see so with we that shall see. With that, we'll bring to a close. Uh, Ian, as always, thank you so much. Your final thoughts and where the people can find you. Um, pretty much same as my thoughts were after the Los Angeles game. It's like, this is good, but this has to build to something. You can't, the Sharks, are, like I said, they're out of losses. You can, you can lose maybe nine more games this season. 
Uh, and then after that, things get really, really ugly, really, really fast. So um, obviously, look at you want to see the Sharks keep playing the way they are. Um, you want to see Aaron Dell keep playing the way he is. And you want to see guys continue to score. It's really, really simple at this point. Uh, you know, pucks in deep, play their game. All the cliches. And he is at Ian Boggs Hockey on the Twitter machine. I'm at Puckeye14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, And, of course, if you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple or Google Podcasts, YouTube, where the replay will be posted in in a little bit, SoundCloud, where it's audio only, and, of course, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, you name it, you love it, tealtownusa.com dot com where you can find everything there so we'll be back with you uh following the the sharks and capitals that is a nine thirty start tomorrow morning uh get you going in the morning and uh we'll be there and uh you know let's hope for a third win in a row i mean let's we can only hope as the sharks try to see if they can salvage themselves out of this mess So we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for watching. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us on the social media. Tell all your friends, please. We love the support. And until tomorrow afternoon, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great afternoon, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.